Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash, and today we're talking about the one that got away. No, we're not talking about fishing. We're talking about a small development, a small infill development located no less than four blocks away from where I live right now. The market in my home city is characterized by high prices, very restricted land development, and a very small inventory of properties for sale. It's a seller's market. When something goes on the market, in particular in the west end of the city, there are typically multiple offers and many homes are selling over asking price. It's also a very conservative market where people rarely offer discounts on properties for sale. So it's difficult to get a deal. One of the few ways to actually create value in this marketplace is to take existing parcels of land and assemble them into larger parcels and then subsequently re-subdivide into smaller parcels that are developable. Now I call this project the one that got away because this is something I've been advocating and looking out for for quite some time and it's perhaps a little bit embarrassing that just around the corner from my house this came on the market and I completely missed it and what's worse my wife pointed it out to me She said, Victor, there are some houses, there are some properties for sale just around the corner. I think you should look at them. And I failed to take action. And in the meantime, someone else swooped in, scooped them up, and they've got a great project on their hands. The rules state that any subdivision requires a minimum 60-foot frontage. However, in this particular case, houses across the street have a 35 to 39-foot frontage. And so an argument can be made that it would be in fact in keeping with the neighborhood to subdivide these properties to have a 39-foot frontage to match the houses directly across the street. So instead of getting six new homes on this area that's being put for sale, you could potentially get nine new homes. When you do that, the average cost of the land for each home drops significantly and you get a significant increase in profit as a result of lowering your land cost. However, in order to get that, you definitely need to go and request a minor variance from the city. In Ottawa, that means going to something called the Committee of Adjustments. In other municipalities, it's sometimes called the Zoning Board of Appeals. Most municipalities have a mechanism for dealing with minor variances without it having to go necessarily to city council for approval. I believe in taking on projects that have asymmetric risk. That is to say, I want considerable upside, but I also want to be protected on the downside. And this is an example of a project that's exactly like that. If the minor variance is denied by the city, you can still get six houses on these three lots and the numbers work. However, if the variance is approved, you stand to make a tremendous amount of money. One of the things that makes this project particularly attractive is that in the west end of the city here, we've had a significant run-up in prices. In fact, prices have increased almost $100,000 for a single-family home in the last 12 months. A lot of that has to do with the relocation of National Defense Headquarters from the downtown core to the west end of the city. So you have over 10,000 people whose center of employment has moved about 15 kilometers to the west. That's changed the traffic patterns, the commuting patterns. uh, Everything about the morning commute and the evening commute is changed as a result of that shift in the major center of employment. So the person who bought those three lots may have paid an extra $100,000 for each of them, but I can guarantee the cost of construction for each of those homes has definitely not gone up by $100,000. And if you can fit three houses on each of those lots, now the increase is only reduced to $33,000. He stands to make an additional $66,000, $67,000 in profit on each single-family home 
just from the increase in value that has taken place over the last 12 months. According to my math, the developer stands to make a profit of approximately $150,000 on each single-family home. Multiply that by nine, and you get a total profit of $1.35 million. That makes for a very healthy profit margin on each single-family home. In tight markets where there's very little inventory and you've got an environment of rising prices, I urge you to look at infill opportunities as a way to create significant, significant profits. In the meantime, as you're reviewing your strategies, have a spectacular day, make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.